Y'all can't really see it, but I'm trying to do the little shoulder dance right now. And the one where it looks like your collarbone is all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That's how I'm feeling right now. I'm just feeling, I'm feeling, I'm here. I'm here with my people. I'm here with my people on the monologue podcast. Uh huh. Hey y'all, what is up? What's going on? Um, y'all already know where you landed yourself, and if you didn't know, now you know. Okay, you have landed, tripped, slipped, stumbled, slid your way right on into another episode of the Monologue Podcast. If only I could speak today <laughs> with your girl, Josh Jemiah. Hey friends, hey hey hey. Um, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be back. So I'm going to give you guys a little update. I'm going to try giving you guys more updates on my life so you can kind of like know where I am, what's going on with me, be a little more transparent, if you will. Um, So I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before on the podcast. Not 100% positive, but it's no secret for anyone who knows me or follows me on anything. I am in the Army. Um, I've been in the Army for like, uh, four and a half years now, coming up on five actually in September. Um, so I've been in the army for a little bit now and I am currently not in Iowa. I'm actually down South in South Carolina and I will be here for three months. Um, I'm here doing some training, which is a big part of being in the army. I'm in the army national guard. Um, so I have a few months of training that I have to do as a part of my job and my obligation to being a great, wonderful member of this great, wonderful organization. So I know I was all excited and so excited to let you guys know that. And if you missed the last episode, I'm going to fill you in here. The Monologue Podcast does have a new home, a new studio home, ESD Studios in Iowa City. So excited. So last episode was my first episode that I actually recorded in studio. You know, I felt official. I really felt like I needed to drop a hot 16. You know, show had me in a booth. You know what I'm saying? It was lights all around. You know, all knobs and switches and whatnot. I had to do a real mic check. You're like, hey, yo, mic check. Let me check the levels. I'm like, all right, cool. You need me to hear? You need me to be there? <laughs> um, so the monologue podcast officially has a home. However... <laughs> Now that I had to, I recorded the episode and like three days later, um, I took a 15 hour drive to South Carolina and this is where I will be for the next few months. So that don't stop the show. No, no, that don't stop the show. Eh, eh. That was another shoulder movement. Um, so I got all my equipment in, right? You know, I'm mobile. So I packed all my stuff together and I got it. And so I'm here and I still will be bringing you guys all that you need for the monologue pot for the monologue podcast while I'm away. So yeah, that's my life right now. Um, I'm not in Iraq. I'm not deployed. Everybody likes to think that everybody who's in the military, whenever you put the uniform on, you're just like, woo, fighting Taliban. It's not how it is, guys. It's not how it is. I'm just doing some training, just constantly learning, learning, learning. It's like job training, basically, which I'm super excited about to continue to learn and, you know, make the most out of the career that I do have with the Army. I'm truly, truly blessed. I've learned a lot, experienced a lot that you wouldn't really learn or experience elsewhere. So, um, yeah, that's what's going on with me. It's hot as hell here, literally hot as hell. You just stand outside and stand still and 
your body just becomes soaked. You just become like a little moist towelette just standing outside. The humidity here is crazy, y'all. Like, it's insane. Like, I'm used to hot, okay? I'm used to heat. It gets hot in Chicago. It gets hot as hell in Iowa. It gets hot in the Midwest. But this humidity, you can literally, you could literally put the air in a water bottle. You could just scoop the air. That's how thick it is. You feel like you could just scoop it, just grab it. That That's how thick the air is here, just from the humidity. So I'm adjusting to that a little bit. Um, but other than that, I like being down south. You know what I mean? It's different. Everybody got a little accent. I wouldn't be surprised. Every other time I've been around southerners for more than like a month, somehow I get a little southern accent, um, which I'm not surprised because Chicagoans, already have a slight southern dialect we were just a whole bunch of southern implants that moved up north a few generations ago so don't be surprised if I start to get a little bit of southern twang um it's not intentional but I, that's just one of the accents I've noticed I pick up on very easily However, when I was in London for a month and a half, I thought I was going to come back with a little bit of a cute little London accent didn't happen so tomato potato. <laughs> But moving on, welcome to another episode. It's episode 16 for your girl. And um, we're going to go ahead and get started. So we're going to start with just a little recap of last week's episode. Last week we talked about, in the jam session, mostly like how do we measure success? Or more so, how do I measure success? Like how do I know if I'm moving forward and getting closer to my goals that, I, that I'm setting for myself and things like that. And it was a good conversation. Um, I had a few people actually, I love it. I just want everybody to know, I love it when you guys like text me, like my friends will text me or send me snaps or something talking about how, yo, you was talking, you was talking that shit. Cause my, my friends are hood boogers. I'm a hood booger, <laughs> but like you was talking that shit, you know what I mean? About, sorry guys, that's my phone talking about success and um basically the the gist of it was being okay with where you are how like we can compare ourselves and we can constantly be in this this mode of judgment where we're constantly assessing ourselves am I there yet am I there yet am I there yet but basically finding the importance of being who you are right in order to grow yourself you have to know yourself that was one of the gems I dropped there Shout out to Amanda Seals and Small Doses Podcast, Dropping Gems. (laughs) Um, But yeah, to know yourself, you got to, to grow yourself, you got to know yourself, rather. And so basically the art and the beauty and being okay with where you are. And the best way to measure your success is measure how much more authentic am I becoming in what I'm doing, ultimately, like, the best way for me to succeed is to be the best me I can be and not try to imitate or duplicate anyone else because I am the most unique thing I have going for myself. The fact that I am Jemiah doing these things that Jemiah is doing, that's the best, that's the hottest ticket I got. So being okay with where you are, being present with where you are, and capitalizing on the strengths that you have being a unique individual. You are one of one. So if any of that sounds awesome to you, you didn't catch last week's episode, I will highly, highly encourage you to take it on back an episode. And if you missed any before that, episode before that, episode before that, episode before that. Um, but I really enjoyed last week's episode. Thank you to everybody who gave me some feedback and to everybody who was just, you know, basically saying, I feel you, I hear you. Um, That feels really good to me to know that somebody, if it's just one person, is getting something from this and I'm getting something from this, being able to just kind of articulate 
my thoughts. So really enjoyed that on last week's episode. Now we're going to transition on over to grinding in the trenches. Um, I love this segment because I get to highlight all of my dope friends mostly. That's these last few episodes, or really all the episodes, every black business or entrepreneur or movement or anything I've highlighted has been someone that I actually know personally, which just goes to show you how dope my ecosystem is. Like, there are so many people who I actually know personally, like, have their number in my phone, who are doing amazing things. And I'm just like, yo. Like, greatness must just be really close to me in my future because the people around me are super dope. And this person and this venture that I'm about to tell you guys about falls right along with that. Um, so basically, my girl, Victoria. Hey, Vicky. My girl, Victoria, um, we go back to the Sweet Holy Spirit days. My girl from the church, the church. Fun fact, guys, I used to be in church four days a week, minimum. Like, I used to be in the church. I loved church. My best friend, Erin. I met her at church. Hey, E. Because um, I know she listening because she always let me know. Uh, love it, love it, love it. I made some wonderful friendships and bonds. Learned a lot about myself, about God, and everything else. Um, a lot of who I am, definitely I owe to the times and experiences that I had back home in my church, Sweet Holy Spirit, which will always have a special little part in my heart. Um but today I want to talk about Victoria and her awesome new venture, guys. So Victoria recently launched her own nannying, in-home nannying business called Sit With Us in Nashville. She's no longer in Chicago, um, but she's local to Nashville, and she actually launched her own nannying business, y'all. So if you're in the Nashville area, you know somebody in the Nashville area who needs their kids looked over by a responsible, loving, positive, beaming, beautiful person, y'all need to get with Sit With Us. Get with Sit With Us. Come on now, Victoria, you need to be baby for this. That was good. Get with Sit With Us. Um, I'm so, so, so proud of Victoria. She you know, it's funny because, and this will all come back full circle with the jam session, um, but Victoria has been one of the most consistent people in my life as I've gone away and while I was away at school and things like that. You know, it's natural. You go away to school and you kind of lose that day-to-day contact with, you know, the people back home and things like that. Victoria literally has been one of the most consistently loving and positive and motivating people in my life over the years. Like, literally, it hasn't stopped. I can always count on Victoria to just pop up with a random text, with a random scripture. Hey, I was just thinking about you. Hey, I saw you was doing this. Great job. Great job. And, you know, I feel bad because I want to get better with stuff like that. Like, she's just so genuine. She's so genuine, so loving, so positive, so motivated, and she's always been that way. And I'm so thankful to have someone like her in my life. She's always been like a big sister to me. And now we're both in these, uh, in this point in our lives where it's like, we're just two young black women trying to go after what makes us passionate, what what, what makes us happy, and really just grinding it out. And I'm so excited that she has found something that she loves and that she's passionate about. And this is just the perfect thing for her because 
oh my gosh, she's such a beautiful soul, such a kind and gentle person, the perfect kind of person and energy you should want around your kids. I mean, she already has so much experience nannying. She has younger siblings that she's always come up raising and watching, raising and watching the kids at the church and things like that. Victoria is a few years older than me. And so, you know what I mean? And our church was really big on like the older kids in the church always ended up watching the younger kids in the church. Um, And so this is just I can just see this for her. And I have no doubt in my mind that this is going to be extremely successful for her. So you guys need to go out and support. If you know anyone local in the Nashville area that needs child care, hit up Come Sit With Us. The Instagram for it is Come Sit With Us, C-O-M-S-I-T-W-I-T-U-S. Go there, follow it. If you're not local to the Nashville area, she is accepting donations. She's starting this all on her own from the ground up, bootstrapping it. So if you have anything to donate, you are donating to a good person, a good cause who truly loves people, truly loves kids and taking care of families, precisely and specifically millennial families who got a lot going on. Everybody got moving parts and things like that. We get it. We understand. She is on her way. So y'all better get on before it's too late. If you're in the Nashville area, they are having a back to school launch party. So you can find more information and details about that on the Instagram. And of course, I will leave all the information for Come Sit With Us and for Victoria in the description box. So if you missed any of that, that's where you can find it. So I'm so proud of you, Vicky. I wish I could be there to support you in Nashville for the launch party. But you know, girl, I got you whatever you need. I'm going to make my donation. And I know you're going to rock it, girl. So congratulations. Love you, sis. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah, I just get so excited. Like my energy just starts like getting so high when I'm talking about people doing great things. Like that shit. Wow, I really need to work on this mouth. That really just, it just lightens me up. Like, I just love that. Um, But on a petty note, (laughs) y'all already know what comes next after grinding in the trenches, the petty portion. And this here episode, this petty portion ain't even really petty because I mean this with all, every fiber of my being. being. I mean this. And I don't think it's petty petty at all. It's real. It's raw. It's unfiltered. Okay? I am sick and tired of birds I listen and I might have talked about this before on the show I can't remember because very often I find myself ranting about this I hate birds okay I hate birds I hate bird hello is this thing on I hate birds I do man so I'm down south right now, and, of course, there's a lot of nature and a lot of creatures and all that stuff. You know, we'd be out here in the, in, the, in the Delta, in the gutter, in the gutter. And outside of my room, there's always a nice little flock of family of geese just chilling, yo. And geese are mean. They're the dirtiest and the meanest of the birds with their big asses, okay? And I hate them, so every time I see them, I get nervous, and I got to somehow reek do a separate route and go out out the way two blocks down cut four blocks over just to get back to where I was going because I'm trying to avoid these dirty ass birds here's my problem here's my problem with the birds birds have way too much space and opportunity to always want to be down here crip walking on our concrete why why? You have wings. You have the ability to get that big-ass body up in the air and fly, little birdie, fly. 
Why every chance y'all get are y'all down here in our business, in our pedestrian business? Why? Why? Go find you something to do up in the clouds. I mean, I wish I had the option to get up and fly away from some motherfuckers. I'll be gone. Flat, flat. Okay? Fly away. Why every chance y'all get y'all down here being disrespectful? The problem, okay, the problem that I have with birds is that they're rude, they're greedy, they're selfish, okay? They're rude, they're greedy, they're selfish, they're disrespectful. Y'all got all the space and opportunities. Y'all can get the berries right at the top of the tree that don't nobody else get access to. Because, you know, once the berries get down to the bottom, they're probably polluted and everything else. Y'all got all the freshness up there. Berries up there. Little tree nuts. I don't care. Y'all have so many different levels of life that you can exist on. And you choose to be way down at the bottom, at the lowest level possible, down here, getting in the way of us and what we trying to do down here on the ground. Because we don't have no choice but to be down here on the ground. We don't have no options. You're rude. Y'all already use all of us as a goddamn public restroom. You do what you do wherever you want to do it. So don't. We, I'm already pissed off about that. I'm already. That's already you're nasty. On top of everything, you're nasty. But then you got to come down here and snack on everything that it made it down to the bottom. You got all the twigs, and I thought birds only ate the seeds, okay? Seeds and a little, 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 little berry every now and again. Why y'all all the way down here in the garbage can getting some Doritos and, and some of the damn, the doo-doo out the baby diaper? You're nasty. You're bottom feeders. You could be getting fresh and organic, non-GMO, right on up out the sky, but instead you want to be down here like a little gutter snipe on the ground. A ground gutter snipe. You're ungrateful. That's what it is. More than anything, birds, you're ungrateful because you have all this opportunity. The Lord blessed you with a gift of flight. Yet you want to be two-stepping down here. If I was the Lord, which I'm not, I would, I, would, I would cut your legs off. That's what I would do. I would remove your legs. You wouldn't be able to walk on nothing. And not only that, y'all can walk on so many things. You can land on top of a building. You can land on top of a car. You can land on top of a volcano, which is my recommendation, so you can get your ass blown up. If every bird decided to have a conference and convention right on top of a volcano, hmm, it just seems right to me. So I don't know who I need to talk to. I don't know if there's some kind of bird summit flight uh, summit somewhere once a year when y'all all go south. Wherever y'all link up. But I need y'all to talk about and reassess the purpose of these wings that you have. Use them and get the hell out of my way. Because I'm tired. I don't want to have to keep having this conversation, but I'm tired and I'm fed up. Okay. Got my blood pressure all high. I hate birds. Damn, I hate a bird. Hmm. And I'm back, and I'm centered, and I'm ready. <laughs> okay, that's my petty portion for the day. And like I said, I don't think it's petty, and I mean every word of it. Don't try and change my mind on this. I hate them. Every, from a small little hummingbird, hum your ass up in the air. Okay? Matter of fact, it's crazy. My best friend, Tyler, she's in Jamaica 
um, right now, and I just watched on her Insta story, she, well, they was at some kind of pet and zoo situation in Jamaica, and they had a pet, uh, a, I think it was an ostrich, just one of them big-ass demon birds, okay? One of them ungodly, from a different dimension, shouldn't even be legal or authorized type of birds. The bird was bigger than the vehicle. Um, at that point, I just don't think, I don't think it's necessary. Y'all hear that? Welcome to Fort Jackson. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I don't think it should be legal how big that bird was. However, she was there and she just standing there in the thing and I had to get her a look a good look cussing out like what are you doing? Do you not care for your life? Do you not I should just eat people. They're criminals. Okay? They eat you and then run away cuz they know we can't catch them cuz they fast as hell. It's ridiculous. And she just sitting there, "Ooh, uh, you couldn't pay me." You couldn't pay me to be down there with no goddamn dirty-ass, big-ass, ginormous-ass, rude-ass ostrich. I digress. Let me get off this because I'm getting mad. Oh, I'm getting mad. Okay. On to the meat of the meal, okay? The jam session. The jam session. The jam session. Don't call me Dougie Fresh, just whatever. I'm just gifted, just blessed. Um, this week's jam session, y'all, is something that I, I I feel like I always say this, something that I am learning or dealing with. But the the whole point of jam session, just so y'all know, is I come and I just want to talk to y'all about things that are relevant and active in my life. You know what I mean? Like, I could just be like Googling like hot button things or like, you know, getting ideas from other places. But I I really use the jam session as just kind of like an open forum for me to articulate things that are going on in my life and me to kind of process. This is kind of like a form of therapy for me, actually, a little selfish. But I use this to process things that I'm going through um, and things that I'm dealing with and having to conceptualize and as I get older, reconceptualize and things like that. So today I want to talk about this idea of cheerleaders versus team players. And the inspiration for this actually came from a friend of mine um, who I went to school with. She had posted something on Facebook about how she was disappointed basically with the lack of support she felt like she got for graduation. She just graduated. Um, you know, she went through a lot to graduate, get her bachelor's and things like that. And she basically felt like when the time came to show up and to be there to really celebrate her, that many people felt short. And she felt really just kind of like, dang, that's crazy. Like you just, it's a feeling that I know. It's a feeling that I know oh too well. And when I saw her make this status and I just had to comment like, sis, I feel you. I see you. You are her girl, but you're doing great. You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure we've all felt that. And maybe some people don't. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe some people don't. But I know for me personally, man, that is something that I have struggled with. And the struggle has been how to not, how to proceed forward past that disappointment without thinking negatively of the people who may have let you down in that moment that is what is hard for me that's something I'm still dealing with to be honest and and so when I say this thing about cheerleaders versus team players listen 
you go to college, you're doing your thing, you're making a dance list, you're doing all this stuff. And this kind of goes back to the Poor Connection episode. You're making your posts and updates on social media, all, you're getting all the likes, all the love, all the claps, all of that. Everybody's, man, I see you. I'm so proud of you, baby. You've been doing it. I always knew you were making Oh, I can't wait. You're just going to You're just gonna be the stars and the, you're just going to shine so bright. I always knew I'm so proud. Bah, 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 bah. All the praises. All the praises, right? And you're like, man, people really rock with me. I mean, like, they really rocking with me. The fam love me. Okay, the old co-workers love me. My mama's friends love me. Like, dang, I done got about 200 likes on that. It's great. It's such a beautiful feeling because it's like, yo, I'm working so hard. And it feels good to to just be seen and recognized as somebody who's really working hard and going above and beyond to make it, you know what I mean? And especially for me, and I think it was very similar with her, it's like, it wasn't easy. I was just thinking about this the other day and looking back on all that I've achieved, like, even being here for this training right now, like, I should have been done this. I graduated college a year and a half past when I was supposed to graduate, right? I was supposed to graduate in May 2016. I graduated in December 2017. Not to my own doing, not because I set out a semester or anything like that. That's just the way the dice rolled out for me. And I was thinking, like, everything that I have achieved, everything that I got, I've done two things. I've worked and I've waited. For every single thing. I have not taken a shortcut. I haven't gotten handouts. Not like I have had to wait and work for everything. I am the definition of taking the scenic route, okay? I didn't seen all the mountains, all the hills, all the goddamn valleys, okay? And so when you finally get to that, that finish line, when you finally get to that point where you can say, check it off the box, I am successful, I did what I came here to do, like graduating, graduated from college, which is so big for so many of us, you expect all hands to be on deck because people have watched you, they've watched you grow, they've watched you just struggle and crawl and crawl and scratch and be knocked down and get back up and be knocked down and get back up, you know, People have watched this and they've just clapped from the sidelines. Clap, 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 clap. And now you're just like, yo, now's the moment where I need everybody to be here and really celebrate this moment for me. This is the moment that matters. And then you get there to that moment, to that time, to that day. Crickets. Nothing. What are you at though? right? That hurts. That cuts deep. And I I dealt with that. I'm dealing with that. You know what I mean? It was one person. It was one person who I just knew would be at my graduation, man, when I graduated from college. I just knew they would be there. Like, they were one of the people when I was growing up, like, your ass is going to college, and you're going to be, like, they mandated greatness for me. Like, you're going to go to college, you're going to be great, you're not going to let nothing stop you because you have it in you. You are the light. You are the hope. You're going to be the one that's going to pick your family up and go and shine. Like, this person was, like, always the one. Pushing me, pushing me, pushing me to be better and bigger than I ever was. Constantly pushing me. And so when the time came, 
to celebrate me in that moment where I stuck, I stuck true to my word and I finished, I just knew this person was going to be there without a doubt, without a question. And that day came, and they were nowhere to be found. They weren't there. Didn't get a text. Didn't get a call. You know what I mean? There was no... And the thing is, I'm not to the point where it's like, if you don't show up, if you're not physically there, you don't love me. I'm not that type. But there wasn't even any kind of remorse or apology or like, this person didn't even feel bad, basically, about not being there in the biggest moment of my life thus far. My college graduation, first generation, nobody has graduated from my family since my great-grandmother, you know what I mean? This moment, they knew. I've known this person my entire life. They knew. They weren't there. And it just, from my perspective, from how I took it, they didn't care that they weren't there. And so I was hurt, man. I was hurt because you get to this point in life where you're like, the cheerleaders are great. The people on the sidelines hyping you up. But that's not how you win the game. That's not how you win the game. Who's going to get off the bench and play with me. Where are the team players? Where are the people that when you really need them, okay, when it's fourth quarter and you down 15, you got one quarter to make it up. Them cheerleaders, they're going to cheer regardless because they're just happy to be there. They're just there to support you. They're there to make you feel better regardless, good or bad. But who's going to be there to actually help you see it through, and help you cross that finish line. Those are the team players. Those are the people that you really really need to hold on to in life. Because the game is going to go on with or without cheerleaders, okay? I played basketball in high school, and our cheerleaders were petty, okay? Our cheerleaders, they just wanted to go to the boys' games. The cheerleaders only cheered at the boys' games, right? They never came to the girls' game. And it got to the point, like, we didn't even want them there. Like, we didn't want the cheerleaders at our games anymore because when they would come, it's because they were forced, and it was like the cheers were trash. It was like, y'all, we good on y'all. Don't even come. Y'all can't even come in the gym. We're good on y'all because your cheers aren't what's making us play better. Your cheers aren't what's making us win the games. You're cheering to entertain the people around us. You're cheering is to entertain the people who are watching. Your cheering has no effect on how I'm playing this game. You know what's affecting me winning and playing this game? Yo, the person on the left and the right of me on this court, the person who's sitting next to me on the bench, the coach, the team players. That's how you win the game, with the team. The cheerleaders are obsolete. They're obsolete. Right? And when I was playing basketball in high school, no shade to any of my my high school classmates who are listening, but we had a better record than the guys. The guys had the cheerleaders, but we were getting the results. We were the conference champs. I don't know what the guys were doing. But they had the cheerleaders. They had the cheerleaders, right? But we were doing the work. We were getting the accolades. We was the ones 20 and 30 piece in people without the cheerleaders. Because we had a team. Mm -mm. We had a team. That's what pushed us through. That's what carried us forward. And in life, I'm more concerned about my team right now than I am the cheerleaders. Because the cheerleaders just are noise. 
And yeah, it's it's hype. It's good hype. But the cheerleaders are just the noise. And so when she made that status, I instantly identified with it because I used to be so into my cheerleaders. Like I used to be like, I man, everybody loved me. They like in the statuses. They all in the comments. Tap, 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 type, like, double tap, love, right? But take, take, take notice of the people who liking and the people who sharing. Mm, Cause you know we talk in social media. Like I said, go back and listen to my poor connection episode about that. But it's a difference between the people who are liking liking and the people who are sharing because it's a different responsibility that comes with sharing when you share something now you vouching for somebody right now it's not just I see you the like is just a recognition I see you or sometimes sometimes the like or the love is just a show hey I liked it I did my part sometimes it's not even about if they're really supporting you, it's more so about covering their ass. Like, yeah, I liked your post. You see me? You see me seeing you? Yeah, so I'm good. But that share, see, the like is a cheerleader function. That share is a team player function because now they're trying to expose you to someone else. Now they're trying to broaden your reach. Now they're trying to introduce somebody else to you and what you're doing because they support it. Now they're trying to help your cause. They're trying to help you get closer to your goal. They're playing the game with you. They're on the court with you. That's an assist. That share is an assist. (laughs) Yeah. That share is an assist. That like, that's a cheer. So we got to think about that. And so... I get that, and I'm working through that now. Now I'm trying to hone in and understand, man, I see the people who are just cheering. And I see the vet, my team looking a little short, but I love them. They here, and I rock with them. Now, it's a few people over on the cheerleading team who I really expected to be on the bench with me, but they not. They got their pom-poms, but I still love them. But I still care about them. But I'm still going to be on their team, whether they on mine or not. That's what I'm working through. That's what I'm, that, that's, that's the hardship I'm in right now. It's putting, putting aside what you want and expect from people. And understanding and accepting them for where they are. Right now, it's some people who you really, really, really want to be on your team, but they are really content with just being your cheerleader and not putting in the work to help you win. But instead, just clapping from the sidelines and watching. And they may have reasons. They may have other stuff going on, but it's some people who in your life right now, you might really be hurt by the fact that they, they don't got on a jersey like you. You got to still love those people. If you truly know them and you know their heart and you know their intentions, sometimes you still got to love those people. And sometimes they mean you got to love them from afar. But 
you holding negative thoughts towards someone isn't going to make your life more positive. This is what I'm learning. This is what I'm struggling through right now is not being mad at that person who didn't show up for me because I know he still loved me. But being able to channel that frustration and create something positive out of it and still look at these people in a positive light and not take it personal, even if it is something personal. You know what I mean? And so... I just want to, I just, that was really on my mind. That was really on my heart um, to talk about this idea of cheerleaders versus team players. Okay? Some people got big team. You know what I mean? Like, some people got football teams. Like, just teams of just people who just don't even play, just on the bench. They just got them loaded, 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 red-shirted, rookie. They Some people's teams are huge, yo. Whenever they need something, they got somebody they can reach right to. And other people, man, it might just be like, you know what I mean? One-man sport. Be patient, though. Be patient with those people who you really, really want in your team because guess what? They might not be in the position right now to really offer you anything as a team player. The best they can do right now might be to just clap from the sidelines. That might be the best they can do right now because you you might want somebody in your team, then they get on your team and you realize they weak. You realize they constantly filing. You realize they ain't got no, no handles. They don't know what's going on. They don't even know how to play the game. They don't know the concept of the game. So they're not even a benefit to you. You know? So we got to we gotta learn to understand people and what their placements are in our lives. And sometimes it's not exactly how we want them to be. And sometimes, you know, ooh, and I'm going to leave it at this. Sometimes the hardest part of accepting that is that the person that you want on your team, you see them playing on somebody else's team. Like they definitely got the ability to be on your team, but they too busy playing on somebody else's team and you do not get it. You just like, whoa, (laughs) that's crazy. You could play for them, but you can't even like sub in for me every now and again. Mm. what can you do though what can you do you can take the time to focus your energy towards that frustration or you can use that as fuel to become stronger faster better to be your own better player so that you have to become less dependent on what your team can bring to you you're always I'm a firm believer you're always going to need somebody I don't think you can do anything by yourself But you want to become the strongest and the best and the most proficient you possible so that just in case the team falls through, you got to be able to carry. You got to be able to carry yourself until everybody else catch up. So that's where I am right now. I'm learning like, hey, sometimes people don't come through and sometimes they not. So I'm learning to carry myself until my team can catch up. 
And I got people who all, I got people, I'm blessed. Because there's a few people who always right there next to me. Boom, assist, boom, assist, boom, with the screen, boom. Every time. So just constantly, constantly take inventory. Take inventory of what capacity people are are playing in your life. And at the end of the day, you know what you have to do? You just have to accept that and move on and continue to do you. Cool? (laughs) All right, y'all. That's my jam session. I love that. I love that, man. It felt really good to just kind of like... let that out. Um, so I hope y'all enjoyed that. I really do. If, if, once you listen to this, like, hit me up. Tweet me or Instagram. If you got my phone number, shoot me a text. I don't care. how. You, if you know anywhere to get in contact, in contact with me, um, shoot me a message and let me know how you feel about that. Let me know if that's something you have dealt with. And if it is something you have dealt with or still dealing with, what are you doing? What are you doing to get yourself through that? Cause like I said, I'm still dealing with this. There, there are still multiple people and things in my life that I'm still learning to accept. So if you have any tips or tricks, definitely, definitely let me know. Uh, I would love to hear it as always. Y'all know y'all can follow me on social media at just Jamaya J U S T J A M A Y A. That's on Instagram and on Twitter. And if you want to follow my Snapchat, it's at juicy underscore jam. Um, Snapchat won't let me change it. <laughs> um, so definitely follow me on the socials. I am currently reworking the made to make it Instagrams, so or it's made to make it social media. So that's why I don't really blast those as much. It's really not a lot going on on those platforms right now. So I don't want to just be sending y'all off um but those will be back up and running very soon but make sure y'all follow me and i'll keep y'all up to date also um if you ever have a petty portion that you think is like really good like i love i am petty but you know i like to hear other people who are equally or more petty than me so if you ever have a petty portion that you want to share that you want um you want it to be heard on on the monologue uh, doing the pay portion segment, definitely shoot it my way. You can DM me on Instagram or Twitter or something like that at Jess Jemiah. And I would love to have you guys' ideas and such because I like to laugh and I love to be petty. <laughs> um, that's it for me this week, guys. I hope that you guys are staying up. I hope that you're staying positive, Okay. Staying positive, staying positive, because the mind, whoo, it's a terrible thing to negate. Y'all catch that later. Um, And I'll leave that as my little affirmation for the day. So I'll holler at y'all next time and keep pushing, y'all.